Hey, babblers. Before we start the episode, which is lighthearted today, we want to let you know that it was recorded on March 31st, 2021, before the murder of Dante Wright. However, today, like every single day, black people go to bed, go to work, go for a run, go for a walk, go for a drive, and they know that this day could be the day that they're murdered by a police officer or a citizen who decides to pretend to take the law into their own hands, knowing that the system will support them if they murder a black person. At one point in the podcast today, I mentioned that it would be a good time astrologically to check in on your friends who are people of color or LGBTQIA+. Quite frankly, every single day is that day. I hope that you are actively working to be anti-racist and to educate other people on how to be anti-racist. I hope that you are working every day to change the system, both in the mundane world and in the magical world. We have resources on our Instagram link tree, and we really hope that you head on over there and check them out and see what you can do to stop this from ever happening again. Thank you. Gather round, gather round, join us for a spell. There is magic to be found, and stories here to tell. Feed the fire, merry meet, dare to more than dabble. All are welcome at our hearth for a little bonfire babble. Bonfire babble. Welcome to the bonfire. Exploring magic with two modern witches. I'm Corey. And I'm Detta. And we have a special uh, little extra sode for you this week. Extra sode. Extra sode. <laughs> we have been hearing from several people about how do you talk to your partner if they're not a, about being a witch, if they are not a witch, or you don't think they're going to be open to you being a witch. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's different when you're coming out of the broom closet, like to the world, and just don't like give a shit who cares or who says what. But when mm-hmm. it's your significant other, ushba. Yeah. I am lucky. I'm very fortunate. Uh, one of the first conversations my partner and I had when we started dating was that I absolutely believe in magic. Uh, and so he knew that going in. Uh, <laughs> and so for him, it was basically a series of steps. And he was like, not at all surprised when I was like, hey, I'm a witch. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big surprise. <laughs> Got it. Right. Yep. And I'm I'm lucky because I'm sorry I skipped church. I was busy becoming a lesbian and practicing witchcraft. I am <laughs> that meme. Yeah. And I do have that sticker on my car and my refrigerator. It's very fun. So, yeah. And my my wonderful wife is also witchy-ish. Um, she's getting more into it. Uh, she's actually going to attend a witch confluence with me for the first time. Yeah. Is that the one you sent me? Yeah. Yeah, that looks neat. I'm really, really excited about it. But it's not everybody is as fortunate to be with somebody who immediately embraces you. Nope. When you say something as objectively wild as, I am a witch. 
<laughs> and I have had uh, interactions with others, um, my yoga teacher training, for example, or just like conversations with friends who maybe don't know that I'm a witch, although looking at me I do, and like everything I post ever on the internet, like how you can look at me and be like, how, how could I have known? It's like <laughs> pretty clear, but um, it can be scary to say, like to stand in who you are and what you believe in when that thing is not the default setting for everyone. So the here the first suggestion that I would recommend. Make mm-hmm. sure you're in a safe space. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure that you are uh, with someone that you trust and mm-hmm. that you can have conversations and that you already have rules in place for having conversations with your significant other before you start this conversation. Yeah. And Don't, I think it also it bears to be said that uh, we are not therapists. Yes. We are oh, not yes. medical professionals of any kind, mental health or otherwise. Um, these are just things that, that we know from our experience to be true. And on that note, don't do it while you're drunk. Um, oh, woof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And you can, you don't have to approach it without levity. I mean, you don't yeah. have to sit them down and go, I need to tell you something. Or you can if you want to be that dramatic. I need to tell you something. <laughs> yeah. I think what, what matters is... Um, that you approach it as honestly as possible while still making yourself feel safe. Uh, I've never had to come out to anyone in any kind of way. I, in very much the style of David Rose from Schitt's Creek, was just to my family, like, deal with it. (laughs) Uh, When I was like, I'm queer. And then when I was like, I'm a witch. Like, those are things I just said because they were true and I didn't care who didn't like it. I had a little bit more, um, I have a little bit more experience. I had to come out to my mom who, who actually said to my children at one point when, after I'd been married to Tammy for 21 years, I think it's just a phase. Um, <laughs> she, but talking to her about coming out as a gay human uh, has a lot of similarities So here's what I would also suggest. There is a lot of science that if you want to back this up, uh, back witchcraft up with science, you can do that. There Mm -hmm. are also now it's we're really trendy right now. (laughs) So, you know, it's uh, less dangerous now. (laughs) Yeah. And because it it is so it is so upfront in like Mm -hmm. the sort of social zeitgeist right now it's less dangerous and that is the positive thing about it being trendy panera bread notwithstanding yes exactly thank you come for me panera bread i dare you sorry i have like my fist up and i'm pissed at panera how can their bread bowls be so delicious and their policies be so garbage if you don't know what's going on they fired a woman because she was pagan and then they fired her husband who worked for the same place and i don't know if he's pagan or not but they fired him as well because he was married to her and then no joke in the next week they posted a meme about we're manifesting pepperoni pizza which lots of people manifest right but no they had 13 candles around the piece of pizza. 
It was so, it's so gross. It's so gross. So like there are, there are reasons to be perhaps trepidatious yeah, um, because you want to keep yourself safe from people who are garbage. Um, and that's, but I think that's a little bit different than coming out to your partner, coming out, out. Yes, sure, sure. There's a, a, about, you know, your work and stuff. You can hide that a little bit better. If you are wanting to come out to your spouse or if you're a teenager and you're wanting, you have to really decide that just, just like being gay. Because you're going to hear the words, it's a phase you're going through. It's just a fad. Yeah. Or some parents would kick you out. So you really have to gauge that. Are, are you safe to come out um, yeah. with your parents? Uh, but let's go ahead and focus back on, on partners. So I will tell you right now. That I have a dear that friend I have who is friend near who and dear to my heart. She has started practicing witchcraft with her neighbor. And their um, hus- I can't call him her husband. Um, her significant other and <laughs> her friend's husband, they decided to have a full moon lunch. And they timed it so that it would be at the time of the peak of the full moon. And she said, she goes, um, they're kind of humoring us. Uh, they don't really believe at all. And they're just kind of like rolling their eyes of like going, okay. And I said, that's a pretty good scenario. That's I a said, great scenario. Yeah. I said, so how did you coach it? She goes, we just told them. So we're totally into the full moon and uh, thinking about being witches. And we want to know if you want to get together for a safely distanced brunch (laughs) he has health issues they already have their shots so she's completely immunized which is awesome but they're still wearing masks and doing all that good stuff socially distanced and so for her like she asked me to be quiet about it when I was talking to her on the phone once when he was in the room she like shook her head and we were facetiming I was like okay but now within two weeks she's like oh yeah he knows so that's a good scenario um Corey, what do you think suggestions are of what if it's not a good scenario? What if somebody well, pushes back? If it's not a good scenario, I I certainly can't give uh, relationship advice because I have a very um, fuck them if they don't like you kind of attitude. You um, do. That's true. I do. I that about you. I do. And I have, I sometimes to a fault, I'm like, if you can't hang, then you can't hang. And and if you're going to be, but mostly it's if you're going to be mean, yeah. if you're going to be mean and exclusive, you, you then you can't hang. But it's trickier when it's somebody you love very much. And so if you're with somebody that you love very much, I think there's a certain amount of trust that has to be had that they will continue to love you very much or that they will be open to discussion because they love you very much. Yeah. And... Also, I think it's important to make it very clear, like, you're not asking them to partake. You are simply asking them to accept you when you do. Yeah. And I think that's important because a lot of a lot of fear around witchcraft is that we're going to try to convert you and I'm not going to point well, fingers. But and, uh, <laughs> yeah. And let's talk about that fear. 
if if we yeah. may. Here here are some things that often happen when people come out is that and I'm going to use the c word, the crazy, they think you're crazy or insane or you might need help or maybe you're hearing voices. And sure, do all that check in if you're hearing voices, make sure uh, I think talk to more, somebody. Yeah, more tell us you heard on our episode talked about. Yeah, that's the first thing, check into that and then, you know, identify your experience. Yeah, is it, it is real. Again, you're not asking your partner to do that. But you can also point out the fact that Easter, Passover, are all decided by the moon. Did you know that? That's why they change. I that's why the didn't. dates change every year. They're yeah, they are based on the moon. So major religions have used the moon forever, and and other have. solar events and other yeah. cosmic events. Yeah, and the reason that they do that, I will point out as well. It is based in evidence that the moon affects, and planets for that matter, affect our body. And they, I mean, if the moon can cause the tides of the oceans, what do you think they're doing to this bag of meat with three-fourths water in their body? It, it is affecting us. The moon is, for many witches, not all, but for many witches, a huge part of their practist. I think giving them an anchor to hang on to or something that something they can to relate, relate to, to yeah. yes, something they can relate to uh, is really important to uh, to allow them to take the time to absorb something that might be totally shocking to them. And I think, too, it's important um, tone and attitude are going to be important here because you don't want to come in defensive, no. but you do want to be ready to defend your choice and also... You don't want to be, like, flippant. You don't want to make it, like, not important. It is important, and it's important that they know that you're serious. So here's the next thing that I would then suggest. So you've you've come out. You've told them you're sharing a space together, say. Um, yeah. It, so then you need to decide, okay, what spaces can I have for my witchy practice, for my altar, for when I want to do a full moon ritual when I want to do my spell work where in the house can I do that and then agree on that and ask for that respect and um, and just make some rules about it it's really about communication 100% anything yeah 100% I made it very clear my husband made a joke once about uh, just don't put any spells on me without me knowing and instead of laughing that off I legitimately looked at him and said I would never do that like, I made it very serious. I was like, I will never do a spell on you without letting you know or asking your permission first. Um, Which, by the way, you should never do a spell on anybody without asking permission. Right? First. Exactly. But, like, he... Unless you're hexing. He made this joke, and, and I know that he... Like, there was a little kernel of legitimate yeah. anxiousness there. And I was like... Absolutely. I was very quick to assure him that that was not a risk. And... And there's going to be, if somebody is trying to support you, but they're having a hard time, there's going to be a lot of using humor to deflect. Mm -hmm. Address those concerns. Seriously and sincerely. Say, like, if, say, example, for example, you say, I am a witch and you come out, right? And there is silence from the other party. Like, hold space for that silence, but it doesn't. It's never wrong or bad to say, what are your concerns? Like, what has you concerned? Because that opens a pathway of communication. And like Dada said, communication is so important. So to sum it up, 
make sure you're safe. Make sure it's a calm environment. Yeah. Make sure you communicate. Make sure you can really talk about what this means to you before you decide to come out. Not necessarily all the ins and outs, but what it means to you. Yeah. And even if that's a conversation about, I don't know what this all is. I'm discovering it. I'm on my journey. I'm exploring This is where I'm starting. Yeah. Yeah. Like, say, I am interested in this thing and I am exploring it. Like, be able to stand in that. And you might be surprised. I might end up coming along with you. Yeah. Or not. The last thing, uh, after I've summed that up, uh, let me go back to safety for a moment. The reason I bring that up is if somebody is really morally opposed to witchcraft, that's what I mean when I mean safety. Hopefully you're already in a relationship where you're safe. I don't want to... I don't want to gloss over that. That's not what I'm trying to do. So when I say safety, I'm talking about, you know, is this somebody who is going to try to kick you out? Yeah. I mean, and and hopefully it's not anybody. Well, no, what I'm saying is um, safety as in the relationship. Mm -hmm. So you need to decide what your choice is. Is this something that is ingrained in you? You're ready to do this and you're ready to commit to it at the possibility of losing the person that you love. Or not. And that also gets to be your decision. There are lots of ways to be a witch, I'm sure, in a household with somebody that you're not sharing it with. Yeah. I know teenagers have done it for very long a time. long time. <laughs> and, and that's got to be your choice and nobody can judge you for that. That that has to be, that's on you, babe. I think that's important too. I think that's a very important thing to highlight is if you don't feel like you can, don't. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. Um, let it be your thing that's just for you until you feel confident and comfortable enough to say something. Yeah, that's just, I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've never been in a relationship where that's not entirely true, but I was a very different person. Um, when I was in that relationship where I felt like I couldn't be my entire transparent self with this other person. Uh, I am fortunately in a place now with myself that if I was my totally transparent, authentic person and the other person I was with didn't like that, I would later on out of there. But we don't all have that um, privilege. So just be safe, be confident, be comfortable and know that it is a choice that you either can make now or make later or put on the back burner for a while until you do feel that way. And like, I think with a lot of things that we sometimes build up in our heads, because I am the queen of worst case scenarios, oof, zero to worst case scenario in like 0.2 seconds. There's also a chance that it won't be as bad as you're making it be in your head. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a very real chance that you, you are stressing about it and it is making you scared and stressed and you have that conversation and the other person's like, okay, do you need anything from me? Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There's this really great TikToker who he does these videos that are like, how I support my witchy wife. And he's so sweet and earnest and funny. And it's just him talking to the other guy in his truck about like what they did that weekend or like what she's doing for her ritual now. Because the friend is like, I don't really remember. I don't really remember how I got. They gave me a lollipop. There was waffles and it was great. Um, but he's like, yeah, uh, I learned that I'm not allowed to throw out eggshells, uh, for the next week, uh, cause she's using them and uh, I don't know what she's using them for, but she seems really excited about it. And it's just like this really, you don't have to, 
like it can be it can be fun and it can be sweet share that tiktok with them i will <laughs> and that's the other thing to share share what you love about it yeah. share some of your favorite books share you know share some of your favorite if you're on tiktok your favorite tiktoks or your plant lust yeah you know all of that kind of stuff and share the way that it makes you feel yeah. like your person wants you to be happy your person wants you to be passionate and fulfilled and so just tell them say like hey this makes me feel calm and confident and powerful in a way that nothing else has like this is this is my thing they want you to be happy and if they don't want you to be happy that's another issue to reevaluate and we're not qualified to talk at about all that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. there you go and now let's head into our monthly segment of Conowin's Corner. We will keep working on that theme song. This is the first, well, the second time you're hearing, but the first of many monthly appearances by our lovely, amazing, wonderful, terrific in-home astrologer, Conowin Moore. Bow, 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 bow. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be back. <laughs> we are very glad to have you back. Conowin, what are the stars saying? <laughs> Oh my For gosh, this year. <laughs> I know, right? Oh my goodness, it's been crazy. It has been crazy, and it probably has felt a little bit unhinged lately. Um, so we're going to get into that a little bit. That's good that there's a reason, at least. There's a reason, and it's not Mercury retrograde, but you know what? We can blame Mercury a little bit. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to give you who to blame, and then I also, with the theme of this episode, I figured I would give some good days to um, have some open communication and maybe days that we want to like lay low a little bit mm -hmm. and not do that. So it's great. But like, yeah. <laughs> so let's make the best use of the astrology we can. But first, I want to talk about because we're still in Aries season. We had the spring equinox. Many of you know that Aries is represented by the ram, which is the strong-willed, hard-headed animal with an ambition and a drive to move forward, damn all the consequences, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so this sign is urgent. This sign is the sign of right now. I want it right this moment. I'm going to go after it. And if I can't have it right now, I'm going to move on to something else I can have right now because I don't have the patience for that. Um, epic fire sign energy, right? But something I want to talk about too, um, to think about during the spring is the sign, if you're familiar with the symbol of Aries, most people kind of look at it and think, oh yeah, it's the head of the ram, the two horns. But I want to invite us for a moment to look at it as a seed growing into manifestation, a singularity turning into its expression. Um, this actually comes from one of my favorite astrologers, Rick Levine, and he offers that Aries is the undifferentiated primal energy that through its urge is coming into manifestation, but it is not yet defined. <laughs> wow. So all those dreams and ideas that we have for spring and all that exciting energy, we know it's there, but we don't really know how it's going to turn out yet. And that is so Aries energy. Go after it anyway. So it can feel urgent. It can feel overwhelming that these hopes and dreams that we want like right this second and we want to cultivate and manifest right now, um, they're not happening overnight. <laughs> the spring is flowers are blooming. We are seeing the earth awaken. 
but it's going to take time. So something I want to just mention is that sort of like push and pull feel we have of like, I want it right now, or I need it right now. I need answers right now is motivating us, but we may not have all of it. So it, it, it gives us this sense of like, oh, I don't know what's happening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then on top of that, we've had Mars, which is Aries ruler. So the ruler, the ruling planet of the season is making its sweet little home right now in chaotic Gemini. Oh, <laughs> so <why>? we've got... <laughs> why do this to us? <laughs> because, right? It's never easy. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> and so all the like Mercury retrograde energy that you might have been feeling, or if you've had to do things over and over again, if miscommunications have happened, if it has felt just like, okay, nothing is working properly. <laughs> um, <laughs> Would that include technical issues like computers? Absolutely. Yes. Oh <laughs> Absolutely. And um, accidents prone. I don't know about you guys, but I just sliced my finger open this morning. I've oh, like ouch. fallen. Um, I went hypothermic over my vacation. That was fun. Did you so, really? I did. I, I, like a whole ass witch, I was like floating in the ocean in 40 degree weather. Don't do not recommend. But you know, it was like a moment like Mars possessed me. I drove in there and it was like, I can do this. I was born with Mars and Gemini. So I have this energy natally. And it's <laughs> like, every now and then I just like have to just be like a wild, crazy person. So can I be totally nosy or all your digits and limbs okay? Did anything get burned? We're good. Well, okay. it's so great. My husband is an EMT, so he like took he like went full operational, took care of me. We were good. Didn't even have to go to the hospital. Warmed me up properly. It was great. Like he's just like. Did oh, he wait good. till you were warm to ask? Hey, why'd you do that? <laughs> no, he's like you're crazy. I saw you fall in the water, and I turned the truck on. I knew. <laughs> <laughs> he's so used to me by now it's like he doesn't even try to but he's just like all right get in the car let's go <laughs> so anyway like running wild and crazy because you don't know how to process what's happening around you that is so the energy of this spring so um <laughs> i want you all to be careful out there but i also want to like Let's adjust this a little bit so it's a little more safe because that's something I need to do. And then also just something we can manage. So Mars went into Gemini on March 3rd. It's been a long haul. And uh, <laughs> when Mars is in Gemini, it makes us have to do things twice or think twice or re-decide or re-test. You know, re, uh, and I want everyone in these last few days of Mars and Gemini to allow yourself the freedom, the grace, to keep changing your mind. Because the thing about Gemini is they are the great experimenter. They're the great, um, they're usually like the the childlike energy that needs to play, that needs options. Like if the fastest way to kill a Gemini, my mentor says, is make them choose one option. You got to give them two. You got to let them bounce, right? And so <laughs> this season has been ruled by this energy where we're bouncing back and forth. We're testing, we're trying, we're testing boundaries. And truthfully, we have to do this because I think all of us recognize that all the lessons we're bringing in from last year and the decisions about where we're going in the future, this is something we have the freedom to kind of sort out in our own pace. We don't have to make all the decisions right away. And Mars and Gemini is encouraging us to let that be a little messy. Like, get your hands dirty a little bit, play around, make it a little, like, nasty feeling, and then 
worry about making a final decision, but this is the time to experiment with where you want to go after all the lessons that we learned from last year. So it's not supposed to be pretty. If it's if it's too pretty, then you're not doing it right. <laughs> oh, good. Well yeah. done. Yeah, that's comforting, I guess, in its own way. <laughs> And I'm sorry for all you Libras out there, because I know you hate that. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And that is my wife. And she's got lots of Libra and lots of Sagittarius in her chart, but a lot of Libra in her chart. And she is just right now a little bit on edge. A a little bit. She's been very supportive. Don't get me wrong. All my air signs. (laughs) They're feeling it. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Yep. Yep. I have to say, this makes me feel better about this particular day that we are recording on. (laughs) That's my job. (laughs) Because it's been a day. It's been a real heckin' day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It seems like, too, with all of that energy, there's gonna be some beautiful births. Certainly. In fact, it's cool you said that. um, Because after Gemini, Mars is going to move into Cancer which is typically a very feminine-centric sign. We associate that with the female or the, um, uh, I guess, the yin energy. No, it'd be the, yeah, the yin energy, I believe. Yeah. So um, there, and and I think cancer is another sign that we can kind of view as like a birthing energy or a just tapping into the emotional, like, wells of why we do what we do and reconnecting with our heart with our home um so mars isn't exactly happy in cancer i mean we're talking mars planet of war here so in (laughs) cancer it gets a little defensive um but because it's moving in i wanted to offer some helpful advice on how to handle that because we're basically going to go from like airy neurotic craziness to i'm really emotional and i need to like handle things and I can't right now. <laughs> so my my advice for all you witches out there is pay attention to your moons because okay. Mars being in Cancer, Cancer is ruled by the moon. So Mars is answering to the moon. So if the moon is in an earth sign, this is a time where you can feel more grounded or focus on getting grounded. People around you are a little more real. They might not be as like sensitive, but they will definitely be real with you. Um, they could be more stubborn, and it's a protective energy. So don't be afraid to move slow and schedule a time. If you're trying to have a confrontation or a discussion with someone, make sure you schedule it in advance. Be like, hey, does this work for you? This works for me. We're on the same page. Good. Let's go together. There's a collaborative energy there, but it needs to like feel comfortable on both sides. And when does that happen? There are multiple fire moons. So okay. uh, Mars is going to be in Cancer. Or, sorry, there are multiple Earth moons. Mars is going to be in Cancer for quite some time, about oh, like a month and a half. So okay. we got lots of time. Um, probably, I'm just guessing off the top of my head here, so don't quote me on this, but there will probably be four or five instances over the course okay. of two or three days. So for each of these moons. So there's lots of different things. I don't have all the dates in front of me, but That's f- like, feel free to check on yeah an astrology app. will show you even just like looking it up on Google. Hey, what's the moon like today? Why am I feeling <laughs> this way? Go check it out. So um, with Earth moons, that's kind of like where I would approach things from. With fire moons, okay, even though Mars loves being in a fire sign, seriously, it's a very passionate time and it's better left for like some fun lovemaking or like a day out instead of like a serious conversation. I imagine (laughs) lots of uh, passionate yelling. 
during yeah, a conversation. Right. Yeah, when I think yeah. passion, think like lighting a fire under a, an argument, a discussion. Like, do you want that? Do you really want that? Maybe you thrive on that energy. If that's you, go for it. But if you're not into that vibe, like I know I'm not into that vibe, like I would just avoid those days. Like don't don't schedule your like big if you're coming out of the broom closet, that might not be the day to do it. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> so, um, and water moons, because Cancer's really happy with a water moon, Can especially if the moon was in Cancer, Cancer would normally be thrilled. But Mars and the moon, not, not always the best of friends. So this could be a very emotionally deep time, a great time to connect on a deep level that maybe doesn't have to do with words. It's music or poetry or dance or movement. But, um... Just be aware that this can be very sensitive time and people can get very defensive. People can feel personally attacked. So just try to keep more of an objective point of view during this time. And it is going to be hard. So let yourself have the time alone. If you need to just like go move your body somewhere or like listen to good music, go for it. And the last thing I'll just say is my air moons, honestly, like I feel like that's going to probably be your best bet. Air moons okay. for open communication, sharing ideas, objective decision making, exploring new concepts together. That's like the discussion energy. Hey, let's let's just like hypothesize. Okay, I believe this. You believe that. How they can, how can they work together? How do they not? It's a less like everyone's invested in their own truth, and it's more like let's find the truth together. It's more collaborative. So there's yeah, some I love that. there. Oh my gosh, I love that. I'm having technical difficulties today, of course, so you can't see that I'm smiling from ear okay, to good. ear. I have a I have a question. Yeah. So we're moving into the back half of April. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, what is time? Yeah. I know. can't even I you couldn't see that, our we're, dear dear listeners, but my face just went completely blank and I forgot exactly everything on a calendar but for point of reference we are recording on march 30th so in april yet (laughs) but almost yes so we're about to be um so um while we're sort of in the the fullness of april the middle the big belly o april um what are some um general tips you have for moving into uh the end of the month the beginning of may like what are some places to spend our attention absolutely tourist season yes okay tourist season beltane right explore and enjoy the senses right that is what tourist season is about tourist so we've got airy season which i discussed that quick urgent energy Taurus season invites us to slow down and think about, okay, we've got these dreams, we've got these ideas, you know, we're very intent on having them manifest, but maybe now we've realized, okay, it's not going to happen overnight, but the flowers are blooming, the earth is coming alive, the weather's getting warmer, at least for us here in the Northern Hemisphere, and Taurus season is going to start, I have this date, on April 19th. And it will, the sun will move into Taurus at approximately 1.30 p.m. Pacific time. So that'll be 4.30 p.m. for my East Coast folks. And not only is this Taurus season special because, well, Taurus season's always special and a wonderful, like, sumptuous time of the year, but the Chinese New Year this year is kind of aligning with that, being the bull, um, being the ox. And so 
the idea of, okay, these dreams that we're coming up with ideas with now in Aries season, as we move into Taurus season, what dreams are you going to really put the work into? Taurus is a sign that is not afraid to get their hands dirty and work for their for their um, goals to see what manifests. So what so what fields are you going to plow? What are you going to go out and tend and look after? What plants are you going to help grow and seed as they, you know, turn into their big beautiful selves along with the rest of the earth? I think that is like really the invitation to slow down and methodically day by day realize it's not a race <laughs> and that you can enjoy the process of turning your dreams into reality. And then, of course, as I said, with Beltane, there's this like wonderful energy about really just enjoying all the good things in life, <laughs> enjoying mm-hmm. love together, enjoying passion. Um, you know, while fire moon days may not be the best day to like compromise on things, they are definitely a great day for having a good time. So <laughs> I encourage everyone to get out there in the sunshine while you can't get outside and just enjoy Mother Earth. I mean, see the beauty and like relish in it, relish in good food, relish in, you know, good fun. And it, of course, safely with everything going on. But I think that there are lots of ways especially you know we as people who really connect with nature let yourself take that time and really reflect um because with mars also being in cancer that's a reflective energy that's really complementary to the sun in taurus so we may feel more withdrawn and more reflective inwardly and like okay we're gonna make this work we're gonna do this on our own we got this and Put in the steps to do it and remember it's not a race to the finish line. This whole year is about the choices we're going to make going forward. So there's no race. You will be probably making some very important choices this year. This is quite the culmination of energy that we're facing, but it's going to take time and you can readjust when necessary. (laughs) I love that. And can I just say, I think that fits perfectly into the staggering that's happening right now in the world of everybody getting their shots. Yeah. And, and uh, or a majority of the people, I know not everybody will, but the majority of people choosing to get their shots, and yet we still have to be careful once we have them, so we can't rush it. So we do have to take that time, and we do have to make decisions about safety. And that's just one component of so many things that are going on everywhere in the world, not to mention personal. And I know a lot of people are starting businesses. I know you are starting a business and I cannot tell you how excited I am uh, to uh, get our stars on. I want to be Same. one of your first customers. And you are. <laughs> You're on, the, on the list, ladies, okay. on the list. All right. Yes. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and I just, so not just the, you know, serious, we're making decisions about our health, but you know, other wonderful decisions that have been, I think, at least for me, I can't speak for everybody. I feel like something really big is on the horizon. I've been thinking about it for a while and something is about to happen and I can't wait till it does until I can share it and all that good stuff. And I know I'm not alone in that feeling and in that uh, new birthing. Hi. Well, I think Corey's there too. And I well, I'm just really excited for Taurus season. Not that I don't love my Aries fam, but I have been feeling um, 
really chaotic in a way that is neither fun nor Mm. helpful nor probably healthy. So I'm looking forward to um, that more like grounded time. Because as a person who doesn't really have a lot of Taurus energy, I feel like I got a lot of Taurus energy. (laughs) Like (laughs) a lot. Pretty sure you have a Taurus moon, don't you? So that would... Yeah. yeah, I believe you do. So that that's enormous. That's like that is why. such a huge component. That's no wonder you yeah are feeling that and need that absolutely. I used to not thrive in that place, and now I'm just like, I need it. I we need have that it. in common, Corey. We both have moon. That's our, what I thought. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tor- our moons in Taurus. Well, Conowin, is there anything else you'd like to share? Yeah, I think there's just one last piece of info I will leave you with just um, as sort of a nugget of, I don't want to say caution, because it's not a bad thing. Nothing in astrology is bad. We know this about energy. Planetary Mm -hmm. energy works the same way. But it's something to be aware of. And I think it speaks to what you were talking about with the larger theme of the year and how we're, you know, there's a serious tone, I think, to what we're deciding and moving forward with. Mm -hmm. But um I will say that a lot of the energy of this year is is being there's an undercurrent of this like serious tone, which is um, Saturn and Aquarius will be squaring Uranus and Taurus all year long. And there are three primary dates that that is occurring where like they're at the closest um, square. And those dates, we already had one that was February 17th, and that was the same day as the moon was in Taurus as well. So if you go back in your calendar, February 17th, if anything crazy happened, I know I had something insane happen that day. So it's it could have been a serious day for you around that area. Um, the next one will not be until June. It's June 14th. And then very end of the year, December 24th uh, will be oh. the final square. So this energy is really... I mean, in put in simplest terms, it is that old versus new. It's where we've come from and where we're going. What is our revolution? I spoke a little bit about this before. Mm-hmm. And um, because it will be Taurus season, it's just something to be aware of that the sun will be conjunct with Uranus in Taurus. So that day, I actually think I have somewhere. Let's see. Oh, maybe. Oh, yes. So. On April 29th through May 2nd, so right over Beltane, oh, wow. the sun is going to be conjunct Uranus. We may see glimpses of that revolution, of that future that we're headed toward. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm hoping it's positive that Me it's too. sitting in that beautiful Taurus, Mother Earth, Venetian energy. That's what we want to see. And you yourself can cultivate that if that's what you're aiming for cultivate that in your own life try to be like set that example of what you want to see manifest from this square and Saturn and Aquarius is not a bad energy to be squaring it I think there are really beautiful light sides to both but because we're in the Taurus season I think exploring you know how how can you be grounded to your the earth and your resources and your body in a way that maybe is a little revolutionary for you that is different that is you know challenging yourself and thinking outside of the box in a uranian way a lot of this has to do with technology as well so if there's something around technology you're thinking about trying or using or utilizing now is now is a good time to step by step take that process but go easy on yourself because again there's a lot of high strong energy around so it's just a matter of 
taking care of yourself and allowing yourself the time necessary to plow that field, right? Sorry, that <laughs> face, that that weird face was me telling Detta to be easy on herself. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking, what was the time you just mentioned? April 29th through May 2nd? Yes, Is that through right? May 2nd. I'm going to speak to my fellow white people right now and say, please reach out to your friends uh, who are people of color or other minorities, uh, trans, LGBTQIA+, that might be a good time just to check in and make sure everybody's safe and see if there's anything you can do. Oh, this is great. Thank you. I feel, as Teresa Reed would say, I feel prepared, not scared. And I do. I feel much more prepared and centered and ready. So thank you. Thank you for taking your time out of today to help us feel a little bit more, not directional, but like focused maybe i feel a little more focused now which i feel is like good. astrology kind of validates all the weird feelings we've like felt as an undercurrent <laughs> yeah. it's like oh that's what it is okay cool and i will say um just because i want to make sure credit is given where it's due a lot of what i shared today has been inspired by my astrology mentors which i would not be here without which are ann ortley rick levine and meredith Fromke. you can go online and search any of those guys they all have tons of content online. So if you're interested or you want to know more, please, please utilize these fantastic astrologers. They have podcasts, they have YouTube channels, and you can dive as deep as you want to go because trust me, this is only the surface. But I wanted to make sure I gave everyone a bite size of what's coming and a couple days to be aware of. And I wish you all happy manifesting, happy spring, happy Taurus season, and happy birthday to all my Aries and Taurus out there. Awesome. Well, thank you. Well, as we mentioned earlier, our spark today, we're just going to do one today, is the Witches Confluence. And you can find out more about them in our show notes. They are having a conference over Belgene. I think it starts, might start April 30th, but I think it starts May 1st through May 2nd. And thank you for joining us. Um, But until next time, be well. Harm none. And don't forget, you are magic. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. And we'd like to ask you to rate and review us on Apple Podcast. And to press the little plus sign on Spotify to add us to your episodes. You can also find us on iHeartRadio and just about anywhere where you listen to podcasts. But if you want to reach out and talk to us, you can email us at bonfirebabblepodcast at gmail.com. That's where you can sign up for the newsletter or just ask us questions and hang out. You can catch us on Twitter at bonfirebabble or on Facebook at bonfirebabblepodcast or on Instagram at bonfirebabblepodcast, which is where we spend most of our time. Yes. We are also... Hooray! On TikTok now at Bonfire Babble Podcast. Thank you, Corey. Woohoo! Woo uh, it's a little baby page right now, but we are recording things and putting them up. And our website will also start to have a lot more information, and that is bonfirebabble.com. You can also reach out to us in a more tangible way. We have a P.O. Box now, which is P.O. Box 16341. Seattle, Washington, 98116. We would like to acknowledge that we are on the traditional land of the first people of Seattle. The Duwamish people, past and present, and honor with gratitude the land itself and the Duwamish tribe. For more information, reach out to realrent.org.